Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws of monkey sounds in there called good. The old like Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon. Wow. Hey, happy Thursday. Danny and Dusty with you. Hope everybody's having a glorious day. Look at this. We welcome Dame back, and it's a little gloomy, it's wet, it's rainy. Welcome Damian Lillard back to Indomoto Center. Mm-hmm. And the sun Get a win, tomorrow. and the sun comes out today. I'm shorts. Huh? Well, yes. Which, I mean, I don't need really. You blazed right through the one-week grace period I, I was giving people. for not. I, I came on here, and I said mm-hmm. after, after the snowstorm, mm-hmm. uh, the people that were wearing shorts, I understood. Like fifty-five felt really warm it, after the snowstorm. It hit fifty-nine at my house. Yeah, on that on that warm day, I, sure. I, I I went shorts. It was yeah, and that that was okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to give everybody a week of not being called psychos for it. Here you come, more than a week later, waltzing in with shorts, psycho. I'm, that I mean, that is a what 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 do we, judgment play here? Let's let's, let's see. Let's let's yep. get an accurate uh-huh. representation. Okay. of the weather right now. Okay. It is fifty-seven. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fine. It is that no. is if it is fifty-seven in February, you are legally allowed to wear shorts in Oregon. I don't think so. A hundred percent. Maybe that's why you get sick for three weeks. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, you you're not wow. prepared for the cold. We lost a president this way. We Rust and I were actually talking about this. William yeah. Harry uh, William, William Henry Harrison. Yeah. He gave his inauguration speech in like uh, thirty degree weather out there in D.C. and refused to wear a coat and died of pneumonias, which gave us John Tyler as president, mm-hmm. whose grandson is still alive. Yeah, you know yeah, that's still an insane thing. Yeah, we lost a we lost a president this way. I mean, the facts are the facts are here. I got sick before the shorts. <laughs> it's, it's the healing power of the shorts that is saving me now. There we go. Okay, okay, okay. There we go. Um, so the sun did come out today, and um, shorts weather still not approved. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, I'm I just po- call I'm, po- as I, I'm pulling this. I call it as I see it. I call it as I see it. I mean, fifty-seven, not shorts weather. Oh, I will say. 
I'll even go a step further. 65 or higher. I'll go 65 and higher. That's aggressive. I what? feel like I feel like he can hit I feel like he can go with 60. No, I'm I that's why I said I'm going 65. I'm going 65 and higher. I won't go shorts in in 60. Hmm. I'll go 65 and higher, I think, is shorts weather. So, like, if, if it's 60 and sunny and, like, barely a cloud in sight, you're at the coast. Well, hold on. The coast is different. Okay. The coast is different. The coast... Oh, so now there's exceptions. Well, yeah, because you're at a beach. Unbelievable. You're on a beach. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Being on a beach changes things. But... No, if we're in the valley and it's if it's like fifty seven, I don't think I don't think shorts weather. Yeah, you got Californians up here in fifty seven, and they're wearing like the puffer jackets. Excuse they're me, all bundled up, sir. Yeah, yeah. sir. Yeah, mm. I'm You're not, not really a Californian. I'm not. Wait, hold on. What do you claim? You call you call L.A. home, but yeah. you're not you're not California. No, I said I am a California. I'm not. I'm saying I'm not bundled up. Oh, oh, I was like, wait a minute. No, it's it's the exact opposite. <laughs> it's at the first sign of sunlight. I'm uh, striving for it to well, get my legs into it. See, but yeah, but you've been here long enough. Like you see, crossed I, you crossed that bridge. Yeah, I think you're North Dakota is really what did me in. I think that's you, what did me in was being in that kind of cold. Yeah, it reset the entire like thermostat in my body. I don't think we can call you Californian anymore. How dare you? My, yeah. birth, my birth certificate says otherwise. Yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. There's also qualifiers here. You think shorts is what makes him crazy? That's coming in on the Vancouver Ford mm. text line. No. <laughs> it's the most <laughs> sane thing about me. Um, we get literally a dozen examples every day of why he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, but shorts at 57, I think it's aggressive. Honestly, I walked outside and I was like, ooh, that feels good. Pull is up. Pull is up. Pull is up. Pull is up. Um, get on the pole. It's 57 degrees outside in Portland in February. Are shorts allowed? Yes, of course, or no, lunatic. Yep. All right. And See, I, I didn't you know what? taint the pole. I, it, damn, that's good. I yeah, you stepped, stepped on, it. on it, and I apologize <laughs> to everybody out there. There was a drop. Um, Dusty ruined it. You mm-hmm. did not. You didn't. You did not sway the pole. Danny Meringue, known pole swayer. Mm. Uh, you are a guy who, yeah, that, how about that one? <laughs> that's that's, that's going to live for that's you. That's pretty good. You are, are one that loves to sway the pole. Grease in the poles. And this is not. This is fair. This is fair. Uh, 57 degrees outside in, in Portland in February. Are shorts allowed? Yes, of course. No lunatic. We are at 50-50 on the votes right now. Go vote. Uh, please. Please, please. Um, but we did have... We did have the return of Damian Lillard last night. Uh, no way. I thought it was a great night. It was. Um, There's a lot. There is a ton. Coming out of that game. There is a ton. To, to, and I had no expectation. Like, the lead into that game felt like a playoff game. Like, it felt like the buzz, the energy, the everybody looking You're forward sportsing. to the Blazers. It Stop. was great. It was great. And, but I had no expectation of a win. Mm. I think the win makes it that much better. Yeah. No, it it, it did. And I'll say this, and I'll, I'll sports here. Sport it. There was, and this, and this can be something we can discuss a little bit further, there was more juice, there was more atmosphere, there mm. was more engagement in that building since COVID than yeah. any other game. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Ooh. It was overwhelming. Yeah. It was like, it was... A, it was a good reminder of what a good Portland crowd can be. It has not been like that since 2019. 
Yeah, I've got. There's a ton that we can unpack mm-hmm. out of this, um, including also the the Blazers winning a game where the other team and was a good team. They needed to win. This was a, and they wanted to. This win. was the signature win for them this year. It, it it truly was. It was a game of note, a game of consequence for both sides. National TV implications. Make, make no mistake. Stuff. Milwaukee wanted that game. Oh, God, yes. They needed to win that game mm-hmm. because now they're 0-2 at Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. They have been going through the doldrums. They are, they've got some they got some issues that are going to be coming There's out of this There's been multiple spark points for them. It was, first, it was the fire of the coach. Then it was the game against Denver and yeah. trying to figure that out. And then it was with Joe Prunty. And then there was the first game with Doc. And then it's Dames Holmkamp. It's just been one thing after another, after another, after another, after another with the Bucks, And they are, they are, they're going to hang out here for a couple days. Uh, because they have some some time off, uh, and Bucks are yeah well, really yeah well I mean for are ve- they going for very specific reason are they going to be practicing at Damian Lillard Court probably mm. probably mm. shouts shouts to him or go to Nike and go to the Bo Jackson I, I, Center well I don't know if he's mm. allowed on that floor well he would be I mean that's where the Mavericks used to like when the Mavericks had their playoff series they would uh, yeah, practice there but I don't think that the three stripes would want him on that floor and I well just you know. I mean, it's practice, man. It is yeah, practice but, somewhere. Yeah, I think there's like a force. Well, would Nike there. allow Giannis to go onto the Adidas floor? Probably See? not. See, this is uh, these are the questions and that this, people want to know, and this is why they'll go play at UP. <laughs> but they got the pilots and the remix at UP tomorrow. There's night. too much. Yeah, there's too much happening. <laughs> uh, so much basketball. Yeah, a lot of basketballing. That's basketballing around mm-hmm. our area. But we will talk a lot about that game because it was fun, man. It was fun. I thought, I'm interested to hear your take because you watched it on TV. I did to to kind of know what what that was looked like, and I I I am still efforting to get uh, all of the videos up on Twitter. Mm. Um, the internet last night in Moda was a disaster, uh, so I yeah. could not post during the game um, anything that had content. Really, I, it just took forever to post up. Um, but I've I've already posted the pregame introduction, which I heard a lot of people missed because of a particular college basketball overtime. Yeah, those folks that don't have the root. Yes. Um, and then uh, I am trying to put up tribute video number one and tribute video number two. There were two last night. They're both on internet. Okay. Yeah, they're both on there. They Perfect. The Blazers were rolling them out there after right after they'd air cool. them. Because I couldn't tell there. because my internet in there yeah. was terrible. Yeah, they threw them on the, the socials and they uh, they played them at halftime too. Okay, um, cool. Which was also... And we'll get into this. It was a little savvy move by the Blazers. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the distraction drill. Oh, no. He didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Like, he knew one was coming. He did not know the second one was coming. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have votes on the poll at Danny and Dusty. Our shorts um, our shorts allowed in February when it's 56 degrees mm-hmm. or 57 degrees outside. Uh, overwhelmingly, the, the poll is saying yes, yeah. of course, right now. But I, I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. My heels are dug in. Mm. You're a damn lunatic. Anybody your, that's wearing shorts right now is a lunatic. Your pants-covered legs are dug in? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. This is... Mine are freely sh- just... What are you, 12? Po- pointing pointing towards the sun and soaking in yeah. all of the rays. It's not going to happen. Oh. It's February. Yeah, that's the point. You're not going to get any sun. And it's above 55. Oh, come on. People are psychos out here. Mm. Just absolute psychos. 79% of the people are... Just absolute lunatics. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Dame returns, and you can't draw it up much better than that. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. I don't think you could draw it up much better than Damian Lillard's return to Portland. Uh, the emotion was real. The energy surrounding the game was electric. And the Blazers ended up winning, huh? It was the best of all worlds except for the win for Dame in his mind. But Now, we it, don't care about that anymore. No. We just wanted to say hello, goodbye. You're you're not wrong, and I don't know where where do you want to start with this? You want you want to start with the the pregame and kind of leading up? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think we oh. could kind of break it down in that way because um, it, this there's a lot of pomp and circumstance around this, and mm-hmm. it was just a regular season game, and there will be several other times that Damian Lillard returns to Portland. But this is the one. This was the one, yeah. and I, I think that kind of the starting point on it is. From start to finish, I don't think you can handle it better from both sides. No. And I think that that may be one of the things that is going to go unnoticed Mm -hmm. and unrecognized, and I don't want it to, so I'm going to talk about it right now, damn it, (laughs) is the Portland Trailblazers organization Mm -hmm. handled this the best way they possibly could. Mm -hmm. They pushed the line of going too far over the top with two tribute videos, but they didn't cross that line because Damian Lillard even said it after the game mm-hmm. that the second tribute video during a timeout caught him. It caught him off guard. It caught his teammates mm-hmm. off guard. And while Doc Rivers was talking, nobody was paying attention because mm-hmm. they were all giving him crap for it. Yeah, they're like, so, are they going to keep running these all night long? There was a little mm-hmm. bit of gamesmanship involved in all of it yeah. too, which was which was great. And I think that we can all appreciate Dame. Uh, for what he did for this organization, what he did for the team, what he did for the city, and that was a good night to do it. And mm-hmm. it was a it was a fun night had by all. But I think pregame, it was totally weird to see it him was coming in and even him saying, "I don't know where the visiting locker room is." Weird is the word. So he walked in and he did his normal thing, walks down the tunnel, and if it, you go, he, I talked to him after the, his press conference before the game out on the floor and. He was like, man, I. It was super weird. If it wasn't for all the cameras, like walling him off. For those that don't know, 
you there when you walk in the, the cargo bay, you move to the right and they have kind of a, a runway right there where they do the, the, the fit photos against the wall. That's where and, you see all your walk in videos. And then once you get in there, you get into the back hallway. And the first turn to the left in the back hallway goes to either the media room or the visitor's locker room, which is basically a oversized closet. It yeah. is meant to be crappy because it's the visitor's locker room. Mm-hmm. It's very tiny. It's cramped. If you keep going down about 20 yards, you get to the the chasm that is the Blazers locker room, training center, weight room, and all that kind of stuff. Dame typically just blows right by that spot and keeps going all the way down the locker room. But instead, all the cameras were walled off keeping him from going down the hall and directing him mm-hmm. towards the little tiny hallway that goes to the visitor's locker room. And he kind of stopped and was like, this is weird. I've never even been in here. <laughs> I've been here for Think 10 years, but I've never been in this room. 2012 was his first time yeah. in that building. And it just you just have no reason to go in there because what ends yeah. up happening is after the game, everybody kind of hangs out in the cargo bay. You don't you don't yeah. go into the into each other's locker rooms. It's just, you no. just don't do it. Um so that was the first weird part of this. The other weird part of this for him is seeing everybody he knows. Yep. And being a part of this. And he, and he addressed this in the press conference that he is dropping off his kids and going about his day. CJ McCollum calls him just kind of knowing where he's going to be in the day because he's in his routine kind of again. And they talk about what this night is going to be because CJ had one to a lesser extent, right? And far lesser. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, like it's it's they 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 showed out for CJ, but CJ's not going to get a statue built. Dame's going to have a statue built for him. And they just kind of talked about like what it's going to be like and you just got to kind of go through it. And then talking to him th- through this, he goes, "I started thinking about what my day would be like in the sense of like Oh, I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go home and take my nap. And the sprinter van's gonna come pick me up. And I go, and then it wasn't that, right? And he goes, Yeah, it was weird. And we just kept kind of looking back and forth at each other and just said, This is weird. This is really weird. Like normally there's a there's a a, a cycle, a preparation that you go through. Mm-hmm. Like through all the years that I've covered him. I say hi to him at the same spot. I know where he's going to be in his routine. I know what time he's going to be out on the floor. You know, I know when to not interrupt him. And it was like everything was so off kilter and you could just feel how nothing was where it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And this was, this is about five minutes after he had done a about 25 minute pregame press conference where he addressed everybody. And they, they didn't do this in the media room. For those that are aware, typically you have the, the media room where they, they follow up for the postgame stuff and you'll have the podium. This was under the, in the, the, the bowels, so to speak, of Moto, so where like the Western mm-hmm. Conference Finals was. That's where it was. It was a big open era. Damn near everybody in Portland media was there. There was a ton of national and, and the Milwaukee yep. travel. There was probably fifty plus fifty five people well, back there. I mean, you saw, you know, Chris Haynes was there. Ben Golliver, who we obviously yep. had in the studio, was here. There were Kevin there Pelton's were writers from, from all yep. over the country that came into town, knowing what a big deal it was. Yeah, and so and then Dame, as Dame does, that we got so accustomed to, answered every question, mm-hmm. and he had a really great answer to Mike Richmond's question about. Um, the does this bring closure to this? And Dame was very poignant and, and, and specific and said, it's not about closure as much as it is about the story, that, that this is a part of my life. I don't want this to be closed. I, I want to celebrate this. I want to recognize this. It's not about moving on. 
And I thought that was just a very specific thing and really did a, a great job encapsulating what the night was. It wasn't about closure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about moving on. It was about respecting what was and what is now. Yeah, I think it was closure for Blazer fans. Like they, they, yeah. it was closure for them. But for him, it meant something completely different, and, and truthfully, far more. And you could see he was very emotional. Yes, like, I mean the the tight shots on TV during the pregame. I don't stuff, care what he said. He cried. Yeah, he was not wiping sweat. Yeah. no, it was he. The tight shots you could see there was a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. He he felt it, man. And I thought that was really cool. I thought. Even the way that the Blazers handled the even Mark Mason, we talked. Is Mark Mason going to go over the top? I thought it was the perfect. Compromise. I thought it was perfect. Where the, he didn't go first, he didn't go last. They, they put him in they the middle. Put Malik, Bleas, uh, then, Malik Beasley up, and then in the normal way, and then Mark Mason went from Weber State. Yep, in six foot. I three, thought that was perfect. The letter O, Damian Lillard, and then there was a two minute standing ovation where you could just see it. Watch yep. over him. Yeah, and then that was that was good. And then they kind of after that, Mason did just rushed right through the rest Giannis, of the yep. Brooke, and, and Chris. Doc Rivers, and was or Doc, Middleton, and Doc got booed mercilessly. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Doc put through like threw his hands up like me. Yeah, all right. And he, right. He, he, he Doc knows how to lean in. Yeah. And uh, real quick, pregame, uh, Doc did his press conference, and he was asked about doing these. He did Kevin Garnett's return yeah. to Minnesota, and he did Patrick Ewing's return to the Knicks. Oh, with Orlando. Yes. <laughs> right? And he goes, I've done a bunch of these. And he goes, as a coach, I hate them because you don't know which way this is going to go. Yeah. And it was very, you know, wise coachy words of like, you just have to take the emotion that comes and then adjust to it. However, like, basically he said, if my guy's going to be useless tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I need. I just need to adjust because you don't know how that guy's going to react. Uh, Sean Hyken, who uh, covered the, the the Bulls when Dwayne Wade went to Cleveland or went back to Miami when he was with Cleveland, said the same thing. Like Wade went to Cleveland, he had an okay game, but Wade post game said I was useless. It was a word. Like mm-hmm. I felt like it was the one of the worst games I've ever played. And so, four it, turnovers for Damian Lillard is a, a little out there. Yeah, and it, like and it was a, it was clunky for it, him. Well, the, the Bucks are clunky, and we can talk about the Bucks in general, kind of going forward. Yeah, that, it, I have that seeing, in notes. Man. Seeing it in person, it there's some stuff there. Well, but, and we'll, yeah. we'll dive into that. Like, there's a lot of it, mm-hmm. and I think the the final shot really is going to drove that home. Big sign of yeah. things aren't right there. No. Things are not right, and they're not clicking, and it wasn't just an Adrian Griffin problem. Adrian Griffin not being able to handle this situation yes. is get, has gotten it to the point that it can, is. Can Doc put the lasso around That's it? That's going to be yeah. the big point at the right now. So what, did, what was it like in the building, though? Because I, I think on TV, I'll say this. I don't think they did a very good job of truly showing us how loud it was it was because it, it was did... legitimately the loudest it has been since the the 2019 playoffs it, it was when they were counting Giannis off at the line yeah all of the media local national everybody kind of looked around like yo like there was there was real juice in the arena it, it made me kind of stand up and go oh that's right moda can get this i mean this is the crowd had Dame 71 and they've had some other big moments. There's there hasn't since COVID been a moment to look to where yeah. you knew. 
Like this is a thing. Like this is this is where you know where you were. That this is a build. There's a crescendo. Like there's something fundamental about in the door. There's electricity, and with that, the crowd delivered. Talking to Scoot, talking to to Ryan, talking to See, two. That is all something- the kids were. Ryan was he was blown away. He goes, "Does it get like this?" I go, "It gets better." And he yeah. goes, "Really?" Yeah. Like, yeah, man. This when this place gets rocking, it gets rock. Scoot was on tilt See, in the post game press conference. Rust, were you watching live? Were you watching any of the pregame stuff or? No, I <clears throat> turned it on just after. Uh, uh, they had finished introducing the Blazers, so I knew that I missed that. Okay. And then I watched basically the first quarter and a half live and then finished the rest of it on DVR. I didn't think that they did a great job of of really showing how they didn't pipe it, in it was. was what it was. Like, yeah. It, it, the, especially in the closing minutes, every time Giannis went to the line, counting him off, it was brutally loud in there. Now, am I just out to lunch? I just not have my TV turned up that loud? You can you can text us on 503-864-6326. I was only watching the Root Sports broadcast, mm-hmm. but it just did not... See, I, I couldn't get a good feeling. Like it, yeah, oh, I knew it, that there was, was a playoff big ovation. Atmosphere. I knew that there was a big ovation. I knew that... Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was was giving him their their love, and you know, Joe Cronin had a weird clap going on. Where his, his I, I hands, couldn't see that because they're standing. Yeah, in front of his me. his hands were like, you mm. know, he was just like, "Are we really clapping this long?" Uh, <laughs> was he doing the Nicole Kidman? It kind of a little bit, like it was just like kept going and and again, but full, I could not house, tell. Though, Jody, Jody was Bert, there. Yeah. Dwayne, Joe, everybody was there. I, I, Hell yeah, we got some text. ET, text I saw ET. I, I ran into Evan, got to talk to him for a few minutes. He is. Still insane. Yeah. <laughs> and that's coming still, from you. Yeah, still absolutely insane. Uh, he was great Which to see Which means either him. he's really normal or really crazy. It's <laughs> the second one. It's the second one. That's great. Um, it was great to see him. Uh, and they had probably like 60, 70 people that were sectioned yeah. off underneath uh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a side spot for, for the, Dame's family and the friends. Little, the little corral that they got there. Oh, no, they, they, they set a whole like additional thing up. Really? Yeah. So um, it was, it the thing was it the emotion didn't stop after the the introduction. It didn't stop after the first tribute video. It didn't stop after the second tribute video. That energy and credit to Scoot Henderson because he rode that wave. And we can talk about him a little bit more when we get going. I think his energy and the way he showed up in that spotlight, number one, was huge for him. But it was huge for the team because he showed up. Ant showed up. Jeremy showed up. Da showed up. Tumani showed up. I mean, there was a marker last night for every single guy that played. Well, let's get to that then, because I, I think one of the cool things was not just Dame's return, the crowd showing out, the way that the organization handled Dame's return, but the Blazers quietly have put three of their best get four of their best games of uh, of the season in a row no no the, the, the last two weeks is the best basketball they have played this season There's and no doubt i don't think that we can we can argue that and we, it shouldn't be overlooked of what actually happened in that game mm-hmm. because the blazers won a game that the milwaukee bucks needed. desperately wanted to win yeah. and they needed it too here's rust with sports center This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. Girl, I must 
So a party for Damian Lillard in a basketball game broke out, and the Blazers won it. The Blazers won it. They did. And it was an impressive win. 119-116, Blazers uh, beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And I think if you could write it up as a Blazer fan anyway, and I I thought it was going to happen. I thought Dame was just going to rip our heart out. Oh, buddy, it was was lining up for Dame to have that opportunity. Yep. Uh, but it turns out Brooke Lopez said, no, my time. <laughs> Weird move. I, we do have to give a ton of credit to Malcolm Brogdon, who completely broke off from any script and went anyone but him. Yeah. He completely left Brooke Lopez and disregarded Dame's step in and shot for the step back defensively. Yeah. He went to, he knew, Malcolm knew that footwork and was like, Mm-mm, not getting me yeah. there. I'm going to go to the step back. But after Brooke took the pump fake, Brock Malcolm, Malcolm stunted a little bit. There was there was a window. There was a there small was a window. window that he could have passed, but he just said, nope, green light. <laughs> Red light, green light, green light. Uh, and the Blazers win. But I think we, when, we, when we think about that game, start to finish, man, it, it was everything that Blazer fans have, have wanted to see. One... This team has now strung together really four games in a row that have been efforts and performances that the fan base can point to and say, all right, we are seeing a little bit of progress, right? And it does include that that San Antonio game. Um, well, I, well, not in a row. The Bulls game was pretty bad. Um, yeah, they just couldn't. Here's the thing. Both those games were fine in the sense of what they tried to accomplish. They just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn yeah. shooting. Yeah. Execution wise, I thought they were they were good. And we and, can go five of six then. We can go five yeah. of six starting in that Oklahoma City game where they got host. Mm-hmm. Uh and then obviously the Rockets game uh that they they pull out a, a, a W. The Spurs game was to end that road trip was not nearly uh, the abomination that it could have been, and I, I thought the Blazers did play hard in that game. The Bulls game was not great, but then you have the 76ers win, and then this Bucks win uh, against obviously a very shorthanded 76ers team. We're not going to give them a whole heck of a lot of credit. It is very beneficial when two stars are out, but this was a Bucks team that they since replacing Adrian Griffin with Doc Rivers, they wanted a win in Denver. They did not get it. They come to Portland. They think that this is going to be their get-right game, and the Blazers handed them a loss, man. And, yeah, I, I Damian Lillard did not play his best game. There was a lot of emotion. There was mm-hmm. a lot of stuff weighing on him. But Giannis turning the ball over six times uh, was Shout-out to Monica Mara for forcing three of those. And that, I think, is where you go. If you're a Blazer fan, that played out the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Ant plays very well. Yes. Against his mentor. Mm-hmm. Hits the game winner. Scoot Henderson's first half was, was electric. His, his best first half of the season, maybe his best half of the season. He's had better stat lines, certainly, but not against better personnel. And then Tumani Kamara, a guy that you get as part of that that big trade, he showed out and he played really stinking. And he did all the gritty stuff that it's like, yes, took that's char- what you need to do. Took three charges from Giannis Antetokounmpo, which is the last person in the NBA you want to take a charge from, because none of those were flops. Dude is he got to be tr- sore. He got he got trucked. Talked to him after the game. He was feeling it. He also did a great job on Dame. Yeah, he took Dame on and, and made it difficult for him. And that was the thing about last night is it wasn't just Ant having a forty point night. It wasn't just Da giving you twenty and ten. 
It wasn't just Jeremy Grant giving you 35 and 5. It wasn't just Malcolm Brogdon giving you 25. It, you look up and down. You look up, up and down the entire box score last night. Ant gives you 24, 5, and 3 on 10 of 19, 4 of 9. Great efficiency. Mm-hmm. You get 20 and 11 from DA, who out-battled Brooke Lopez and made him work and was consistently available and opportunistic. He is adamant that on the lob to close the game that Giannis goaltended it. He was the three chances the Blazers had yeah, at that he bucket. Was, he was absolutely on one after the game talking to him. He was laughing about it, but he, he said his hand was in the rim. He goes, Ooh. that was a goaltend. We're going to get like a last two-minute report on this game and well, find that they missed one in favor of Milwaukee? I haven't been able to watch it back yet because I got home so late last night, but he was adamant that his hand was in the rim. But with the exception of that group of possessions, which I think the Bucks, you know, play their, their, their rear ends off to try to secure that, D.A. was very effective last night and continues to be that. Jeremy started off very slow, and then he decided he wanted to take Malik Beasley and treat him like the too-small meme, mm-hmm. where he backed him under the rim four times in a row and said, I'm going to score. Yeah. And he got rolling. Then Brogdon is rolling. And this, all of this, though, is set up in the first half by Scoot Henderson coming in with his first shift. And we talked about this when Scoot was drafted. How well he played under the lights, and that was kind of the 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 mm-hmm. he gets up for this. Mm-hmm. This is the first opportunity he has had to do that against Victor Wembanyama in the 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 G League showcase in in Vegas last year in December. That was when he kind of caught fire, and so he gets this opportunity last night, and he shows out. He throws down that absolute vicious dunk, jumps up in the air, bodies Giannis. Finishes an incredible layup at the end of the quarter, walks the defender down with .8 pulls and knocks down the three to, to make it a 37-30. I mean, he just had play after play after play, and he kept the juices going for the crowd. And you started to get a little little nibble of what this team could possibly be in a couple years. What I think is is so dramatic in when you watch Scoot is the the command that DeAndre Ayton has on the defense mm-hmm. because he is really good in that mid range that they like, he can hit that shot and he gets it up so quick it's insane and so they're not playing off him really mm-hmm. at all and so it give it, it opens up spreads the floor so much better it's a, it's a different kind of gravity but it's there but they've also they've been using the vertical gravity of DeAndre Ayton which in that pick and roll that spot it does open up some pockets and Scoot is learning how to manipulate that space. Just a little bit better because he did. He just didn't have a fundamental understanding of how to do that in the NBA. That it, that was really fun to watch. But something that I, I want to hit on when we get back is there was a decision at the end that had a lot of people in. Despite there's, there's, a win, there's, there's still a little, some feathers are ruffled with how good Scoot Henderson played. Mm-hmm. The fact that his butt was parked on the bench mm-hmm. in, in, when the rubber met the road. We'll talk about that next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. <laughs> Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, the Portland Trailblazers were victorious 119 to 116. Uh, noticeably absent was Scoot Henderson, who played really well in his 22 minutes, 15 points, four assists. 
That's about it. Um, but played really well, I, I thought, in, in his time on the floor. It was interesting, though, that a guy who was, was playing as well as he was was not really anywhere to be seen when it came to crunch time. So, as the rotations normally go, Scoot is usually going to come out somewhere around the 8-10 to 10 minute mark left in the fourth quarter depending on how things are shaking out, because usually you, you, Ant's going to come in. Ant basically has the old Damian Lillard rotation, which is play most of the first quarter or come out with two minutes to go, so you get the mm-hmm. extended break with the, the break yep. between quarters, and then come back in uh, two to three minutes into the second quarter. And it's the same thing in the third and fourth. But when Anthony Simons came back in at the, I want to say it was like the 936 mark, something like that, um, I noticed that it, was Tease. I, I was I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I even mentioned it on Twitter. I was like, Chauncey's changing the rotation here. He's giving Scoot a chance. Tease comes out. It's I, I look back at Mike Richmond, who's been adamant on on Lockdown Blazers. I just give Scoot more time. I go, here's what you wanted. He goes, I didn't want this. I wanted the old guy out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. He got Scoot was going to give his chance or get, yeah. getting his opportunity because he earned it. And Chauncey's been very adamant, particularly lately. And, and Scoot has echoed this: the the old "you keep what you kill" mantra. If you're if you're getting it done, Chauncey's going to give you that chance. Well, and I I appreciate the consistency that Chauncey Billups has with, with mm-hmm. this because a lot of coaches will say, "Yeah, you earn your minutes," but then a guy plays really well and he still gets the hook because, oh well, it's our rotation; it's yeah. what we do. Chauncey is consistent in his messaging. And his actions. And his falter. Yeah. So I think that th- that is where you, you do earn a lot of credibility and credence in the locker room because think of the guys that we've seen earn a longer leash and how the team is actually playing better now that they are getting healthier because of it, whether it's Jabari Walker, mm-hmm. Duop Reith, yep. Scoot Henderson. Hell, we, we've even seen Tumani Kamara early in the year. He earned those minutes, and yes. Chauncey has been very consistent with that. For the faults that he may have, mm-hmm. that... This is something that is very consistent and goes a long way in locker rooms. And this is why I've been so adamant of the they're not going to fire Chauncey is this stuff. Because grand scheme, this stuff is more important than X's nose, in my opinion. And I think the front the front office sees it the same way. Now, I again, I've said this a million times. I don't think Chauncey is the best coach I've ever seen in my entire life. But they respond to him. And with this particular stuff, which I value significantly more, they're... The guys are there. Yeah. And they come down the literal next possession on offense, and Scoot has an egregious turnover. And Chauncey read the flow of the game, knowing this is going to be a one-possession game. And I think everybody kind of felt that because each possession was being ratcheted up in intensity, and Chauncey calls a timeout and he got him out. But he gave him the opportunity to succeed or fail. That also goes in line with his consistency and his messaging, right? You will be, if you're going to earn that time, you can lose that time as well. And in a game that means a lot to the Blazers to Mm -hmm. win it, they weren't going to work through some stuff in the the closing minutes. And I I appreciate that. I saw that there was a lot of backlash towards it, and I I said, they won the damn game. And the, the way that they closed, it was, it wasn't pretty. That's for damn sure. But, it was a gritty. It was a gritty win for no, this it was. Team. And I've seen some people push. Well, what about Anthony Simons and the mistakes he makes? Ant has earned the right to play through those mistakes. Scoot has not. Scoot has not. That's you, that's the difference. Is that 
Right now, Scoot Henderson is not capable of going and giving you 40 and 10. I think Jeremy, DeAndre, Malcolm, and those are the that's, four that's, guys that's the list. have earned that spot mm-hmm. to work through mistakes. Everybody else, they get that hook. And that is a hierarchy and a pecking order mm-hmm. of, an, uh, of any professional yes. sports team. And what you do to get that privilege is that when you're given those opportunities, it's not that you succeed 100% of the time. It's that you succeed. And then the next time, maybe you fail and then you succeed because you get just a little bit more leash and then just a little bit more leash. You don't get all six feet. Yeah. You get it little by little by little. You push the button. And sometimes you push the button that pulls you back in. And that's just how it goes. Ant is in year six. He has earned the opportunity to make a mistake. Scoot has not earned that opportunity yet. But they're giving him the chance to earn it, which is what you want if you're talking about player development, at least in my opinion. That is a good one for the Blazers. It's understandable the way it all kind of sorted out. But there, what, what do you think of the X's and O's? Wise? Like, we got this on the Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online at VancouverFord.com. That says uh, the Chauncey had to know the Bucks would smother Simons in the backcourt yet didn't have someone else who, who he could get the, rid of the ball to. Well, he did have Jeremy. They just, they just jumped that. There were some late-game kind of head-scratchers, mm-hmm. but I don't think I put that on the coach as much as I do. That's on the players. I think Ant would tell you, you he's got to be better on the ball. You have built-ins, too, mm-hmm. of you go through this in training camp, and it is, hey, pressure comes up. We're gonna come. We're gonna come back and have the alleviation mm-hmm. of of that pressure by whether it was Jeremy mm-hmm. or Jabari comes back. And, you, and you've got to give um, Malik Beasley credit for chasing the ball down and knocking it off hand. Like sometimes players make plays. That's that gets so lost this week in our, in our hurry to to blame or to assign something to like. You know what? Sometimes guys make plays, and that's honestly, it's not sometimes. More often than not, guys make plays, and that's the point. Well, that's why they're out there. Yeah, it's like, it? like tip your cap to him. Like Malcolm Brogdon running at Damian Lillard last night when he's going into the step back and completely leaving Brooke Lopez, who is a very good and capable shooter, that's Malcolm Brogdon making a play. Everybody's like, oh, you, absolutely disgusting stuff by Brooke Lopez to look this off. Like, no, they made Brooke Lopez think <laughs> because they made a play. I, I, I saw Bucks fans last night like, I can't believe Dame didn't take the shot the first time. He had an opportunity. I'm like, when? When DeAndre Ayton was right in front of him or Malcolm Brogdon was in his face? I'm just like, <laughs> guys, maybe just go, hey, nice play, Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> You you force the ball into not Damian Lillard's hands, you know what I mean? It's, just, it's like that that to, to me last night. There, there, I've seen a bunch of back back and forth of like, well, the Bucks didn't play very good defense. And listen, putting Jay Crowder on Anthony Simons at forty feet that was a choice. That man just he's a shell of himself, and Ant got wherever he wanted against him. But I thought the execution by both teams last night was very high. It was. That was actually a good game. It was a fun game it was to watch. It was a good high, game to watch. High-level basketball yeah. was played. The shot-making from the Blazers last night, I'm not talking about the percentages, although the percentages were good. The shot-making last night was obscene. Ant, Malcolm, Scoot, Jeremy, Tumani with a running hook at the at the shot clock buzzer that 
Uh, he was at, Chauncey Bells was asking the post game about that, and he laughed and said, "That's the first time any of us have seen that shot from him." And he's what well, he said. You need to put that to bed. <laughs> he needs to put, put that to bed. He was put that one to bed. And somebody said he's shooting hundred percent. He goes, "That's where it'll stay." Yeah, you know, like let's... no, give him more of the running hook. <laughs> Come on, it's the unblockable shot. We need more hook shots. When he took it, I I would say that the the vast majority of the media section's eyebrows went, "Oh," as everybody went raised like. That was that was that was a shot. That was a thing. That was a shot. It's certainly, a thing we see. But that's that's the kind of thing that you you see. You don't look like at that and go, "Yeah, see, he's he's developing as a player." It's like, no, he's that's a player developing in the moment. It's not about the shot that he took. It's about recognizing what needed to be done and not being afraid of the moment. That's the growth that I think you saw from the Blazers last night. Yes, they made obscene shots. But you're not talking about, oh, yeah, no, this guy worked on his bag all season long, and this is you're seeing that show now. No, you're seeing guys be comfortable and familiar and more in tune with who they need to be, where they need to be, and when they need to be it. And that's translating to actual results on the floor. And I think that's the biggest theme to take away from that game last night. We'll have more on this, including uh, the text of, does Brooke Lopez really hate Damian Lillard? <laughs> Uh, as the, more coming up next as the show goes on but we the the coaching carousel in the nfl has come to a halt and the seahawks are introducing their man that's how where we start our number two before we get back to the blazers and damian lillard the 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 welcome back in where the blazers go from here this is danny dusty on the fan we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 